Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, uh, I have the couple of boxes of beer put aside for the Christmas. Um, the beer of choice varies in my house. I remember the very early days of homebrew. I can remember friends of mine who tried it. remember going to a guy's house one time and he had been talking about this homebrew for months on end. And we were treated to this exhibition of bottles and poured out and a beautiful looking head and it was lovely looking stuff. It was lovely looking stuff and it was served us just the right temperature when we went for Christmas drinks. And honest to God, I wouldn't have used it to kill weeds. I had pity on the weeds. The problem with homebrewed beer, making your own beer, was it was almost inevitably or invariably brutal. It was like something came out at the back of the dishwasher with a drop of alcohol in it. That's, that was then. This was now. Tansy, or Tandy rather, is the designer, planner and editor at Beer Ladies, the Beer Ladies podcast. Morning, Tandy. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Good. Brewing your own has changed. <laughs> I have, I have memories. I honest to God, I would not have put this stuff on weeds. I'd have had more pity for the <laughs> <laughs> I just listened to your story there, and honestly, it 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 just sounds like um like everybody's memories from back in the day. You know, the seventies and eighties, where people wanted to make their own beer mostly to save money, um, but it didn't come out well. And you know, not everybody had access to the kind of information that we do today. <laughs> it's all changed now. It has. I mean, I think you you know, with with the YouTube and with books that have come out, you know, you really can learn the science behind brewing. Um, and the art behind it as well, uh, in a in a much better way than what I guess people um, could back <laughs> back in the days. Mm. How easy is it to brew your own? Say, like it's two and a half weeks to Christmas now. Is it possible, mm. for example, to brew something nice to have on Christmas Day, or is it too late now? I'd say it's a little too late now. Um, you could brew something if you had the kind of setup. Um, where instead of bottle conditioning, which is letting it carbonate in the bottle, if you were going to keg it, uh, you could have it ready for Christmas. But for a good beer, you need anything between four weeks and up to 12 months, depending on the style. 
So people plan well in advance for Christmas. I see. Talk to me about the Beer Ladies podcast. You've dozens and dozens mm. and dozens of episodes. When did it start? <laughs> yeah, we, we started, we were a podcast born out of the pandemic. Um, so through sheer boredom and through one of the one of the breaks in lockdown, a bunch of um, sort of my friends and I, and we're all women and ladies into beer. We went on a bit of a road trip down to um down to Galway and had, you know, had an idea after a few beers, as one does, to create a podcast. <laughs> and uh, so we're now on season three. So it's been, it's the third year that we're running. And we've got sort of different um, hosts every year. We've had um, friends come in for one season and some people have been with us for all three so far. But at the moment, there's four of us. And uh, we're all just women who are interested in beer. Uh, one of our hosts, Christina, is a historian. Um, another one of our hosts, Lisa, used to be an archaeologist back in the day, so knows a lot about beer history and beer archaeology. And then we've got Katie, who's our sort of local Irish uh, fountain of knowledge and gives us a really unique Irish perspective since the other three of us are, are imports. And um, I try and bring a bit of homebrewing and style guide knowledge to the team. You said beer beer archaeology. Mm. What's that? This, you don't mind me asking. Well, you see, there's um, now I'm not the archaeologist of the group, so I'm learning still. But um, when when archaeologists do digs of any kind, you know, often they've got to try and make a um, a judgment on what something was. And what often happens is that people see things like um, grains or uh, evidence of fires, and they might think that people were cooking, but it could also be that they were brewing, because back in the day, you'd be roasting your grains or brewing beer in a big cauldron or a pot. So there's lots of um, historical artifacts that could be read like one way or the other, but archaeologists with some brewing knowledge or beer archaeologists or brewing archaeologists often are able to discern. Yeah. Okay. So you go to an archaeological dig and you find something, oh look, they were brewing their own beer. Mm. I remember years ago, Tandy, talking to someone about you know, when, when, if you like, craft beer began to become a thing. Uh, right. That, you, but like, if you like wine, and I do, you, you travel the world and you will always find a local red wine or a local white wine. And, you know, you, you kind of, it's, it's rude not to, if you know what I mean. <laughs> there, there is that for same variety with beer that many parts of the world have their own unique way of brewing they have your own their own unique style and their own unique taste is that true yeah that is true um there are certain styles that you would see let's say or come from certain parts of the world so we talk about a vice beer coming from germany or we talk about um you know belgian ales strong belgian ales coming from belgium and um, there are certain styles that come from certain places, but a lot of countries now or a lot of brewers in different countries are brewing those styles anyway. Yeah. What I think makes it quite interesting when you travel is trying to find beers that are using uh, local or indigenous ingredients. Now, that's something that you can um, really have a have a whole world tour about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've seen beer with chocolate, for example, or beer with banana. Mm. Yeah. Well, sometimes banana, you wouldn't often add the fruit itself, but there is uh, yeast strains that will give you those that banana flavor. Yeah. And that's what you find in a, in a vice beer or a, a wheat beer. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's, it's the esters. It's a, it's a compound that the yeast produces. It smells and tastes like banana. It's delicious. Yeah, it is. I've actually tasted banana beer, and it is lovely. And mm. chocolate beer is not bad either. I mean... Lovely. I, I do... I, is it is is it is beer a kind of a general label like there's lager there's ale there's 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Mm. Like I'd be, I'd be in the mm-hmm. winter time anyway, Tandy. I'd be, I'd be a stout drinker. Mm. Um, we the, do see that people like to drink seasonally. <laughs> yeah. um, there are loads of different beer styles. You know, there's um, an organization called the BJCP. It's the Beer Judge Certification Program. Yeah, and you can become a judge and all these things. But one of the big things that they do is they categorize and try and simplify the amount of beer styles that there are in the world. And there are hundreds. <laughs> so sometimes yeah, sometimes the difference is very nuanced and very minor between two different styles. But let's say the difference between a porter and a stout is not that great. But the difference between a stout and a light lager mm. is quite a departure. Yeah. Yes, yes. Porter versus stout is an acquired. You, you, you kind of wouldn't know the difference unless you were told. But, exactly. But, but yeah. when, yeah, I mean... <laughs> They look different, a stout, mm. a, stout a, a stout and a lager. All right, Tandy, stay there with me, and I'm going to bring in at this point a John Mangan, who's involved with Rebel Brewers Homebrew. John, I don't know if you can remember the day when you'd go to a friend's house and you'd be praying, going up the driveway, that what they were going to give you would be something that you could at least stomach. That's uh, all changed. I, morning. I, I'm not that old. Good morning, Peter. Uh, I'm not that old, thankfully, uh, but I, I have heard a lot of anecdotal kind of stories of that, and I suppose that might have been the case. Um, what's happened over the past uh, uh, 10, 20 years, I suppose, since the advent of internet and forums and online groups and so on, um, is that the amount of knowledge that's available and the amount of knowledge that people share has just shot up. It's like there's just huge amounts of knowledge and information on the internet from everything from uh, within the group that I'm involved in, the National Home Brew Club. Um, there, we have uh, a website and there's a forum, uh, the, so nationalhomebrewclub.ie. Mm-hmm. And if you go in there and just, uh, I don't know for any of the listeners that are interested in home brewing, if they want to get involved, all you got to do is go search nationalhomebrewclub.ie, look for the forum, 
register. It doesn't cost anything and you can go in and you can learn and you can, I suppose, learn from my mistakes and everybody else's mistakes because, you know, a huge part of learning is getting something wrong and then you've got to analyze it and find out, like, well, how do I fix this? Is it expensive to get yourself set up? It's not. Well, listen, it's it's uh, you can buy you can buy a second hand banger and you can drive down the road or you can visit your Ferrari dealership. So uh, it's it's however much you want to spend in it. And quite honestly, some of the best beers that I've had from home brewers have been from guys with very rudimentary systems. Mm. Uh, so it can be as simple as a bucket uh, uh, and a bucket and a can of malt and a bag of sugar, a packet of yeast. There's a couple of things that you need, and you can get that quite cheaply. So your, to your question, which was, is it expensive to get started? No, it's not, but it's where do you want to stop? So you can start for less than €100. Euros. Um, mm. the, home, the home brew company in Leash, they have got uh, Christmas kits uh, that they have, and uh, the, sorry, the, the home brew company Christmas Starter Kit, and they're around about €60. Euros. Now, mm. I'm not kind of selling their wares have nothing to do with them yeah. I get stuff from them I find it reliable the homebrew company is one there's a company in uh, Antrim uh, Getter Brewed G-E-T-E-R-B-R-E-W-E-D mm. um, and there's Homebrew West in Galway and there would be three of the main kind of distributors uh, of homebrewing uh, equipment kits ingredients chemicals all right. that kind of stuff and John and what got you into it? that's a very long <laughs> I, I've, I've been interested in kind of cooking and I was tinkering with bread going back a number of years. That fell by the wayside. And a conversation uh, when I was working with the company previously over tea break was like, well, how do you make beer? And somebody suggested you can make uh, ginger beer by getting ginger sugar yeast and put it into a bottle and uh, with water and shake it up. And after a couple of days, you got ginger beer. The conversation developed further and we got into... Uh, well, how do you make real beer? Like, you know, so Guinness or Heineken or whatever. Mm. And uh, we started doing a bit of research and we found um, an online Irish company that sold kits. So it's like a bucket, a tin of malt, a bag of sugar, uh, a bottling, a bottle capper and bottle caps. You collect your own bottles so you don't buy those. Mm. And uh, just got into it. That was uh, 2011. So I'm I'm doing this for about 11 years at this point. And do you have your own particular favourite? Like, yeah, would you have... Well, is there, is there a Mangans? Like, just... <laughs> Uh, well, I, I make stout every now and then, oh, and nice. my wife quite likes the stout that I make. So, um, but it's it's very much a kind of a sociable thing. Um, like I'll make beers that I like, and sometimes I might make it, and I'm not happy with the results. But other people might say, "Well, I, you know what? I think that's fantastic." Yes. Um, and I suppose what everybody wants to do when they're doing it is to get uh, positive feedback from your peers. So if you've got other home brewers who are um, making beer and you taste one and say, wow, that tastes amazing. And, and quite honestly, some of, some of the, the guys that I know, some of my friends, uh, they would be making beers that are better than commercial. Right. In my opinion, yes, the yes. taste, the flavour, the freshness, everything is so much better than mm. the stuff you would get off the mainstream brewers. There, there's, and there's a, one last one before I go back to, to, to Tandy briefly. Is it true that it would blow the head off you? Or is that something you can control? Uh... Well, you can go out and get a bottle of vodka if you want to do that. Yeah. Or you can sit and you can make something. If you're baking a cake, you're not going to pile in the raisins and sultanas because yeah. you need the flour to bind it together. So it's in the so, mix. 
yeah, you, you could if you wanted to, but um, that's not what you would be aiming for. You want yeah. to do something that's going to be palatable, that you can share, yes. that you can have a few responsibly yes. and so on. You know, like, but will, you, will, like, you, will you have something ready now for the Christmas when people come over for Christmas? Will you have something in the fridge for them? Yeah, well, I've got a pale ale. I know Tandy mentioned stouts and seasonality and so on. Now, uh, my wife is going to kill me if I don't put on a stout. But uh, so I, I could. Uh, it would be a squeeze. It would be very fresh. But I could probably put one on now and have it ready for Christmas. Mm. Mm. Do you know? But um, but within like where we are now down in Cork, like we are the the rebel brewers, um, the kind of the. Um, uh, what we do is we meet up every now and then. A big part of it is the social or the the community aspect of it. And the NHC are big into kind of promoting kind of local clubs and um, participation. Uh, there's events on every year, like the um, National Homebrew Championship, which is like a homebrewing competition where uh, Tandy mentioned BJCP. Uh, BJCP certification, um, what it does is you've got people who have got a good understanding of beers and they mm. would take, you know, 10 different stouts and have a sip out of each one of them, uh, do an analysis on these and uh, uh, rate them in style or, uh, you know, flavour, aroma and mm. so on and compare them and goes through a process but essentially you would have one winner with the kind of, you know, the, the brewer of the year sort yeah, of thing. Yeah within homebrew circles, you know. Well, well, good luck when all that comes up for you, uh, yeah. John. And uh, maybe we'll talk again sometime. Thank you very much. That's John Mangan of the Rebel Brewers Homebrew Club. Tandy, it's it's a <coughs> big cottage industry now. The podcast is on all the platforms, isn't it? It is. It's, it's wherever you can listen to a podcast, as well as on YouTube. So you could watch or listen, um, depending on your uh, on your flavour. And so, yeah, every Friday a new episode comes out. And we, yeah, we've been going for three seasons and, and growing each year. All right. Okay. Thank you. That's Tandy from the Beer Ladies podcast. And thanks also to John Mangan. Have you ever fancied brewing your own? Uh, would you try it? I'd love to try it. I'd love, I, I, it's so many, I have so many bad memories from people who tried making their own beer. I'd love to try some good homebrew, properly chilled and properly ready. See what I thought of it. Corks 96 FM.